episode of CadaverCast. I'm Alberta. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. We are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. What month is it? October. Yeah, October 2018. Oh, October, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Some people say it's December. Never mind that. Here at Frankenstein's Monkey Farm, for us, it's all about the Halloween season. As a matter of fact, by the time you're hearing this, Monkey Farm will have been decorated for an entire month or more with Halloween decorations. Yeah. So we've got a lot of stuff lined up for you this month. Being a horror movie podcast, we're going crazy in the month of October, just like we did last year. We're going to have a whole bunch of episodes for you uh, publicly. And if you're a patron, you're also going to get some bonus stuff. Too. So we're going to have Patreon exclusives in addition to all of the wealth of content we're putting out publicly for CadaverCast. Al, are you excited? Yeah. What are you most excited for in the month of October? Um, the, the Halloween, like the actual Halloween where we get a lot of candy. Yeah, absolutely, man. Oh, it's going to be fun. And we don't know what you're going to be no. dressing up for it as yet. Because we're recording this way early, but never mind that. We'll post pictures, though, of Al's costume to the Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club when it's entirely finished so that you can see that there. And stay tuned, generally, on the Critters and Creeps Club because we go bonkers this month. Bonkers! (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, we are here today with a very special episode. It's an unconventional one for us, right, Alistair? Yeah. Typically, we do, of course, movie reviews. We do monster stampede lectures. We also do who the Al is. But every once in a while, we deviate a bit. Um, And especially for the month of October, we like to do something a little bit extra, a little bit special. And last year, you may recall, we did a list of our favorite monster movies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Al's recommendations for the top Kid-friendly, family-friendly monster movies? Yeah. Like, it was kid-friendly. Yeah. So we did that. We had that last year, and we thought, let's do another list this year. But this one's really special. I have not been involved in the preparation of this episode at all. I think it was my idea, maybe? Yeah, it was your idea. So it was my idea, I guess, and then I just put Al to work. And what was the prompt I gave you, Alistair? The top... Seven or more, I did eight or... or yeah, because last year we did seven in our list, but... um, Well, the top eight monster movie and non-monster movie that I want to watch when I grow up. So, like, the monster or horror movies you're most excited to see when you grow up. Yeah. Cool. So, like, Al's most anticipated horror slash monster movies. Again, I did not help prep this episode in any way. Al's list is a complete mystery to me, so I'm going to be hearing this for the first time 
right now. Yeah. And I'm excited about it, you know, because I can imagine a few things on the list, but I'm sure you've got some surprises in store for me. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Uh, How do you want to do this? Did you put them in any order? Did you put them from like the one you least want to see to the one you most want to see? Or are they random? They're just random. Okay. Cool. So I guess, do you want to get started here? What's your first, what's the first movie you can't wait to watch when you grow up? The Curse and Curse 2. Oh, you went double whammy on that one, huh? Yeah, that's You said the most one I wanted to watch, I think. Is that the one that you said? I, don't no, know. I mean, is that the one that you most want to watch? Yeah. The Curse and Curse 2? That's also my second one. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Do you know anything about those ones? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, they're just on the shelf. And yeah. they got good titles, right? Oh, yeah. I think it's about like a curse because it says curse. <laughs> it says curse. That makes sense. Uh, listeners, if you don't know, The Curse is adapted from the H.P. Lovecraft story, The Color Out of Space. And so it's about something that falls from the sky and curses this family. Stars Will Wheaton. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty faithful adaptation of the H.P. Lovecraft story, one of the more faithful Lovecraft adaptations. Not the best Lovecraft adaptation, but it's a really solid one. Curse 2 has nothing to do with it. It's about a guy who gets a snake arm. And it's rad. It's got uh, special effects by a guy called Screaming Mad George. Whoa. So what's the curse on the family on the curse? Oh, it's like everything gets cursed. It's like a weird, toxic, radioactive meteor thing from space. You'll dig it. You absolutely will. So that already, I'm surprised. I'm surprised there. Basically, I sent Al into our video library and let him just kind of put the list together. So a lot of this will be stuff that you just pulled from the shelf, right? Yeah. All right. So what's next? What's next? Curse and Curse 2. Um, this is my first one. Um, Reanimator. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Another HP Lovecraft. Oh, man. You're just excited about HP Lovecraft, I think. I don't know. I just, I didn't, I just put those two on there for, as my first and second. Well, what, what do you know about Reanimator? Do you know anything about it? That he makes dead come to life and make zombies? Yeah. Make zombies? Yeah, it's got Jeffrey Combs in it. It is one of my all time favorite movies. I've seen that movie so many times, Alistair. I met the director, Stuart Gordon. Cool. Any particular reason that you wanted to put that on the list just because there's zombies in it? No, but um, there is a lot of reasons. Oh, I want to hear some. I like that he has like the separate head on the case. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like on my t-shirt, the reanimator t-shirt. Yeah. Herbert West has a good head on his shoulders and another in a tray on his desk. Or something like that is the tagline. It's a good one. I like the phrase that I've heard. Um, don't touch her or something. Oh, like in a trailer or something? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about when um, Herbert West goes into the lab and the, the headless zombie bad guy has um, Dean Halsey's daughter. And he says something like, get a job in a sideshow. Yeah, that's good stuff. Dude, good choices. I mean, Reanimator is definitely a staple horror movie. 
Curse is a bit off the beaten path, but Reanimator, absolute classic. I am really excited about um, Chopping Mall. Oh, Chopping Mall, absolutely. What's Chopping Mall about? About robots in a chopping things in a mall? <laughs> yeah, yes, yep. I don't yep. I mean, it's got that great title. Al knows it's about robots. I've also met the director of that. He also directed the one about the giant skeleton. Oh, what was that called? You remember uh, we watched that one last year? Bone something? Ugh. I think it was like, with the giant skeleton? Yeah. I don't remember that. Bone Eater. That's what it's called. Bone Eater. So, Chopping Mall, another good choice, man. Yeah, that one I know that you've been wanting to watch, but you do have to wait a while on that one. I also, this is my second one that I really, really want to watch. Critters, Critters 2, and Critters 3. Oh, and leaving Critters 4 out of there? I didn't hear about Critters 4, so I've watched a little bit of Critters 1 and 2. You've seen a couple scenes, like the critters sort of playing around, yeah. Yeah, and the and the critters getting rolled around in number three, I think. But yeah, when, yeah, I think I think it was number two that you saw the part where the where clearly the production assistants or the Chiodos themselves are standing off the side of the camera, just chucking the critter balls at the actors. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. And when they're like in the burger shop, just wrecking the burger shop. Yeah, hungry heifers. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Absolutely. Critters is one that I know you've wanted to watch for a while. And I saw it when I was probably a little bit older than you. And with it coming out on Blu-ray next month, I don't know. The time may be sooner than you think. Then which one was the one with the tiny critters eating the chair? Oh, that was in Critters 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. Because Al was, like, playing in his bedroom. You were, like, playing Legos or something and wandering through while I was watching the first couple Critters. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you saw that scene. I had him come out to watch them destroy the fast food restaurant, the Hungry Heifers or whatever. And, uh, yeah, Al, Al liked that stuff. There's still some spooky stuff in the first one that's maybe a little too spooky for Al. But... but Get in there. I never told you this, but the part where the tiny critters are eating the chair, that was the scariest part of critters that I watched. That you saw? Sure. Yeah. They're adorable, though. Adorable and gross, but adorable. Another another good choice. That one I knew was going to be on your list. I had a feeling about that. I also thought you might put Chopping Mall on there, because, of course, it's got that great title. Also, Dick Miller appears in Chopping Mall. Who was the he was the garbage man in the burbs and he yeah. was uh Mr. Futterman in Gremlins. Mr. Futterman? The one that gets hit by the, oh, yeah. the tractor, the, yeah. the bulldozer. And you're like the gremlin I'm like <laughs> Yeah, that's their exactly laugh what they do. So funny that I can't even say their laugh. Well, and of course Critters is kind of um a post gremlins knockoff kind of playful creature feature. Yes. It's like tiny, hairy, gremlin kickoff thing. And <laughs> like balls, like grem- if gremlins were balls. Yeah. They're like shark porcupines from outer space. Yeah, like if, if gremlins didn't have those ginormous ears and they look like sharks and they could be a ball and they had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of hair, 
That's what a Yeah, they'd be is. a critter. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's up next, man? The Fly in 1986. Yeah, oh, that, why that one? Because I think the fly looked pretty cool. He was like a ginormous, like, icky brown fly thing. Yeah, the brundle fly. Very different from the fly in the 1958. The fly. Very different. Any other reasons for that one? Um, no. Here's some other stuff to get you excited about it. One, it's made by my favorite director of all time, David Cronenberg. Yeah, I've heard him before. I just didn't remember your his name. Yeah, no, you can't watch any of his movies. I don't think you can. Maybe Dead Zone? Maybe? But, like, that's about as close. I mean, I grew up watching The Fly, like his version of The Fly, but I was watching it on television, edited for television, and even still that movie messed me up. So you got a little while before you can watch that one. Another fun fact, I asked your mom to marry me during a screening of that movie, The Fly 1986. Literally? Yeah. Whoa. You want to hear the story? Yeah. Some of our listeners may have heard it if they heard me on other shows, but uh, what happens in the movie, at one part, his fingernails fall off, and he, like, squirts pus out of his fingers. He, like, squeezes his fingers, and all this gross pus shoots out of it. And I took your mom to see it on her birthday. She's a big Jeff Goldblum fan. And I took her to see the movie on 35mm down at the Gene Siskel Center here in Chicago. And she always covers her eyes when he squirts the pus out of his fingers because it's too gross for her. And so the plan didn't quite work out like this, but it was pretty close. Uh, the, The plan was that when she would close her eyes when he shoots the pus out of his fingers, I would then take out the ring. And when she opened her eyes, I would have the engagement ring in front of her. And then ask her to marry me during the movie. Uh, That's romantic, huh? Yeah. That's how we do romance here at the Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. Yeah. So you would like trick her? <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, like usually you'd say cover your eyes or something, but you would cover her eyes instead of you saying it, and you would have the gated thing in front of. You. Well, yeah. What ended up happening was she didn't actually cover her eyes. The only time we ever watched the movie together where she didn't cover her eyes. She just turned and looked at me, which obviously was a problem because if she's looking at me, then she's going to see me take the ring out of my pocket. So I I told her to cover her eyes. She didn't know why, but I told her to cover her eyes and she did. And then I had the ring. So eh, not quite as planned, but pretty close. So The Fly is an important movie. Uh, the first movie that I saw by my favorite director, David Cronenberg. It's also, of course, made by, you know, my favorite director, David Cronenberg. And I proposed to your mother during a screening of that movie. So that's a good one to put on your list, man. So what's next? Chucky and Bride. Oh, so Child's Play and Bride of Chucky. I just write Chucky and Bride because I didn't want to do both of them. That would take basically up. The whole space, maybe? Yeah, there's a lot of child's play movies at this point. There are seven, if I'm not mistaken. You've got Child's Play, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, and Cult of Chucky. So, seven. Yeah, there's seven of them. And there's a TV series that's coming out, I guess. And probably another movie or two. 
So there's a lot of child's plays, man. Um, I'm just going to tell you um, this last one, then the last one that I write, and then there's uh, two more others. Okay, keep it going. Yeah, let's keep going. What um, else? What else this, are you looking forward to when you grow up? This is the last one I write, but there's two others I haven't told you. Hellraiser. If you don't, if you haven't watched that, it's about Pinhead. <laughs> yeah, you got a while before you can watch Hellraiser. And I can't really tell you much about Hellraiser because it's not a movie that kids should really know anything about. But uh, yeah, no, that is one that's sort of even I remember as a kid thinking, wow, one day I'll get to watch Hellraiser and I can't wait. So it's sort of a holy grail kind of a horror movie, one that you can't wait to grow up for. I think that's the case for most people who grow up wanting to watch horror movies at all, is Hellraiser is sort of that touchstone of like, when I grow up, that's that's one that I'll finally get to watch. Or they watch it too young as a kid and it messes their life up. I don't know. I didn't see it until I was an adult. I don't remember when I watched it, but I was probably at least 19 or 20 when I finally watched it. Although uh, I may have seen it on TV before that. This is the last one because I, I, I'm mistaken. It was only one more. So this, this is, is the eighth, then. This is actually the third one that I righted. Oh, this, oh so you you've it. just been telling me all of them out of order. Okay. Yeah. But this is the eighth one that you're telling me. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Hellboy. Oh, Hellboy. That's interesting. Cool. I. From the first time I saw the character, I was like, whoa, he looks pretty cool. Yeah, I think you can probably watch Hellboy. I'll have to I'll have to rewatch it, but I don't think there's anything in Hellboy you can't see. But he's a monster. Not really a horror movie, but it's a monster movie, so absolutely. I actually have I think like two that are not, that are not monster movies, just horror movies. Hellboy and Reanimator. Uh, re- yeah, I guess Reanimator's not really scary. No, but... It's like, funny, though. It's very funny? Yeah, oh, oh Reanimator's hilarious. Is there a Reanimator... Re- <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> Reanimator 2? Yeah, there's Reanimator, Bride of Reanimator, and Beyond Reanimator? I don't think there's any other ones. There's also Reanimator Academy which is unaffiliated with the series, uh, Tyler and I recorded about that for Cinemuck, our Patreon-exclusive podcast. I've heard of that. I just, I've heard that name a lot. Just, I haven't heard, like, stuff about it. What, like, Reanimator scenes. Academy? Yeah. Is that the one that broke your record? That broke our record? Mm, like the, what is it? I don't remember what it what, what it's called. I mean, it broke my brain. It broke me. It broke my spirit. <laughs> Which one did break your, like, almost broke the movie thing? Oh, no. oh, you mean that it broke the Blu-ray player? Yeah. That that was Reanimator Academy. Yeah, that what? almost broke the Blu-ray player because the Blu-ray player freaked out. We turned it off or something or paused it and then went to unpause it. And I thought the Blu-ray player died. Like, it just didn't want to play Reanimator Academy. It was a nightmare. Maybe actually didn't think Reanimator Academy was good. Maybe it thought I put something that wasn't a movie in there. It was like, this isn't a movie. This is garbage. You put garbage in me. <laughs> Maybe. Well, 
Any other movies to add to that list? No. There's a movie missing from this list, though, that I am surprised by. What? It's got clowns in it. Yeah, I know. I was going to write that down. I just forgot that I was going to write that down. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. This is one that I was certain was going to be on your list, and I'm surprised that you forgot it. Because I thought it would have been the first one you thought of. So what movie is it? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, that's one that you've been asking about for ages, so that definitely deserves to be on your list. My dad said I can't watch it right now because there is a part where the clowns are really scary. Yeah, they're, when they're really spooky, I think they're still too spooky for Al. Like, like they're, they're just a little parts? bit. Well, I mean, I can't, like, explain it to you. They just... No, just like, tell me what happened in those parts. They're just spooky. They're just generally threatening and scary. I think it's... One part maybe be the part where the clown's talking in her boyfriend's voice, whoever's boyfriend's voice. That's kind of freaky, but it's not necessarily that scary. They're just really ominous and threatening in parts. Half the movie or more, they're just really funny. But there are parts where they're genuinely kind of spooky for kids. So soon, though, probably. I, I, I mean, within a few years, you'd probably be ready for that, I guess. Oh. But Critters is coming out on Blu-ray next month, so maybe we can get to that one sooner rather than later. Um, but can I watch, like, a whole movie of Critters? We can try. But see, that's the beauty of this list here, right? You know that as soon as you are old enough to watch them, I'll let you watch them. Yeah, but, like, some, like, Hellboy and Critters, maybe like those... And The Fly 1986, those I might be able to watch or might not be able (laughs) to watch. You can't watch watch The Fly 1986. Why not? No, it's super gory. Super crazy gory. Yeah, that one you got to be a bit older for. Like, definitely. So, like, gore, like, a little bit of gore movies my dad lets me watch, but with a lot, a lot of gore. Well, I mean, especially, like, older movies when the the blood is the bright red, like, almost paint, or when it's orange. You know, the orange blood? Oh, yeah. And grizzly. Yeah, like in grizzly. Yeah, the orange blood is so fake. But, I mean, Hellboy is, I think, a PG-13 rated superhero movie. So, no reason you can't watch that soon, I imagine. It's a superhero movie? Yeah, he's like a monster superhero. Oh, cool. That's really cool. Yeah, we'll have to watch that together and maybe do an episode on it. That sounds cool. Well, anything else to add then? So, we got... Uh, we added Killer Clowns there at the end because you're always talking about Killer Clowns. Did you want to say anything else about Killer Clowns? Um. Anything you know or like about them? Because we had somebody on Twitter actually reach out to us about it, asking about it again. We get a lot of requests for Critters and Killer Clowns. Those, I would say, are the ones that we get the most requests for. So we hear you. We, we, we hear them. My dad says... I can't watch Killer Clowns? Not yet, so. not yet. It's And that's one of those things where it's very much dependent on the specific child, you know? And Alistair is getting there, for sure. But, like, the fun spooks, totally cool with. But if it's genuinely actually trying to scare you, a lot of times, that's not sitting well with Alistair. So, we're easing into that, but even still... You're getting there. Yeah. And one day, Alistair, 
Not only will you be able to watch every movie on your list, but I'm going to watch every single one of them with you. What do you think of that? Yeah. I'll introduce you to every movie on this list. Okay. And all of the movies and all of the franchises, all of the Chuckies, all of the Critters, even Critters 4, which you didn't know existed. Yeah, I never knew that one existed because I haven't seen or knew about it. Should we sign us out, Dad? Yeah, let's get this let's get this wrapped up really quick. I do want to plug a couple horror movie podcasts that you can listen to for additional horror movie celebration this month. You should look to and I'll I'll just name 3 off the top of my head. Look to The Undead Wookiee, our friend Hugh hosting The Undead Wookiee. Look to that. Listen to Heavy Metal Horror Cast. We'll just go, we'll go uh, like UK edition of plugs here. So the Undead Wookiee, Heavy Metal Horror Cast, and also uh, Screaming Queens. There are three other horror movie podcasts to keep your head and your ear holes filled with horror this month, no matter where you are off to. If you're exercising, driving around, taking the train, which is where I listen to all of my podcasts, commuting on the train. Now you got stuff to listen to, even if you run out of stuff from us. Even if you want run out of stuff with us, you can just watch them again. Or listen, you mean listen to them again? Yeah. Yeah. You can listen to our episodes again and again and again and we would we would definitely be okay with that. Because that's basically how podcasts are made to be. If you run out, you can watch them again. Listen to them again. Yeah, I keep messing that up for some reason. <laughs> Well, since the beginning of our show, you've been telling people to watch our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. Follow us on social media. We're really busy this month and also posting all of the horror movies that Al and I are watching throughout the month of October. I do that um, through our Facebook page and head over uh, to Facebook in general. Join us on the Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club. Join the club. Absolutely. And follow us on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. We will also have our uh, running movie totals for the month posted there, too. And if you want to send us an email, got something longer form you want to say to us, email us at cadavercast at gmail.com. And that's one word, cadavercast. Anything to add, Alistair? Nope. Really quickly, off the top of your head, if you had to recommend one horror movie for our listeners to watch this month during the month of october 2018 what would it be um killer tomatoes then there you go attack of the killer tomatoes which has a great blu-ray release from mvd rewind collection watch killer tomatoes you said the first one that pops up in your mind my favorite part is when you see the carrots and they're like the tomatoes are gone there should be Attack of the Killer Carrots. Instead, they just made a whole bunch more Killer Tomato movies. Missed opportunity. So there you go, listeners. Whole bunch of stuff Al's looking forward to. A whole bunch of stuff you should be looking forward to this month because we're busy and it's the most wonderful time of the year. We keep Halloween in our hearts all year round, but this is really the month that we live for here at Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And so until next week... Alistair, why don't you sign us out? You've been listening to another episode of CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks. Thank you, everybody. We love you.